-hmm. And even if it's new people every week, it's just, yeah. it's you, you connect with the people who know and go through the same things that you do as yeah. writers. And yeah. you know what, even when it's a brand new friendship, it's like, oh, you're my people. <laughs> Absolutely. So we look forward to Saturday night, Sunday morning with us. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I know that when I started, um, it was kind of like there, there was no resources out there to to mm. get you started. Um, now there's there's people have worked out that it's not a competition. We're not in competition with everybody. Mm -hmm. It's like you know you can learn from everyone. There's oh, something yeah. that you can take away from every experience that you get. Um, I think that's one of the things that I'm drawn to anthologies because of that reason is mm -hmm. that you learn so much from the variety of authors that you're writing with um, and it just it helps you grow. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so, the market's ever-changing. It doesn't matter if you're an old dog who started in the, the early 2000s or if you're just starting now. The market yeah. constantly expanding, constantly mm -hmm. changing, yeah. and you've got to keep up with the times. Absolutely. I mean, um, the one thing that I do find is a staple in the industry would be that um, no matter what, I always keep coming back to the paranormal. Mm. It's like I love my paranormal and my fantasy, and it seems to be that that's the biggest audience out there when it comes to the market, you know, um, and, and I keep coming back to it because that's where my roots are. That's where I, I love to write and I love to read it. Well, and they yeah. say, you know, you write what you want to read. So Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Joe says romance and horror too. Yeah. Romance is always. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And horror. <laughs> and hello, oh, Anita. All that. Always nice to see our regulars in the chat. So we should probably introduce everybody. Hey, guys. I know we've been off for, was it two weeks that we were off? Or did oh, we? No, I think it was, mm, I don't know. One week? Maybe. Because I, I was at Comic-Con last, last week. The last so. time I was here, I was very sick. So I, I, it could have been. <laughs> right. Are you feeling better? Yes. Yes. Okay. No more stomach flu. <laughs> All right. A little lighter, but no more stomach flu. I'm the opposite because I went completely off the wagon this week. Oh. I've eaten nothing but junk food. So all of my dieting has gone to waste. Oh. <laughs> Gotta get back on it. All right. So, hey, guys, welcome to another episode of Spilling Ink. We are the talk show that takes you behind the book to meet authors and professionals in the publishing industry. You know me, Katie Solitis and Jane. Let's talk to our new people. So I'm going to do a eeny, meeny, miny, mo, Melissa. Hey. Hi there. So, Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your writing. Okay. So um, I'm Melissa. I'm from Brisbane, Australia. I started writing back in, I think it was about 2013. Um, it was brought on by, I needed some kind of a release. I had been working for an abusive boss and I needed some way to get that out of my system. Um, and so I quit my job. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> to um, gather my thoughts and, and everything. And I I, um, I said to my partner, um, I think I, because she said to me, you know, work out what you want to do and figure it out and not, I'll support you no matter what. So I started to write. My first stories were written on my iPhone <laughs> in my notes. Um, so I started to write and I'd managed to get down around about four chapters and um, I said, you know, can, can you read it and tell me what you think? And it was like she was blown away by it. She, um, she turned around and she said, you need, to, you need to publish this. You need to finish it and publish it. So that started it off and um, it was my first book that I wrote was called... Um, Oh, Destiny's Fate, and it's about all of the um, all the gods that have long been forgotten. Um, but it's like Destiny is blind, um, and then there's um, there's Morpheus. There's you know like the, all the death is one of them. Um, I am. I just fell into it, and I just loved it. And then I kind of went, okay, 
I'll go for some shifters because I there you go. So I thought, well, I'll give that a try. And so I did a, um, I did one that was called Houston. Um, and so I made that one a shifter and there's brothers. They're, they're, it's called five brothers, but there's more than five brothers. Um, <laughs> their security is what they, they, it's called five brothers security. So oh, they're a security oh, cool. team. And um, so um, basically their father was, you know, a bit of a slut. And he got around and he was cursed by a wolf in New Orleans so that he then became this wolf shifter um, because of the way that he treated the her daughter. So every offspring that he had ended up cursed from the time he was 21 on. So um, it basically it's set here in Australia. So... It was I, I put parts in there that where I grew up and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, you know, people who are kind of like, oh, wow, like people who've read it that live here are like, oh, I know exactly where that is. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like there's people who I went to school with that ended up um, reading my books, loving them, um, and I just grew from there. And then I did some anthologies and I've expanded but I, I usually go back to my vampires, my shifters, and my gods. So um, what else can I say? Um, when I started, it was all um, it was all brand new. I had to learn everything because I couldn't afford to pay someone to do it. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to do all my own formatting, my covers, everything. And... It was a great experience to, to do that and to have that accomplishment. Um, my shifters book on I think it was the second week of publishing, I ended up in between Anne Rice and Dean Kunst. Ooh, that's I nice. made it to like number, I think it was I made it to number three. That's awesome. So that's like, oh my goodness, look at who I'm with. <laughs> Yeah, screenshotting that for sure. <laughs> so I've got them in in my file to say that I did get that far. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just it was really encouraging at the time because I kind of went, "Wow, yeah. they've got names," and my yeah. name's in the middle of them. So and there I am. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I made the page. It's the little things that make so, us happy. I swear. It is. <laughs> and then you get those. Um, you know, the reviews that come in and you're kind of like, oh, wow, mm. oh, how humbling is that? Mm-hmm. You hear how someone has read your book and that they have really enjoyed it enough mm-hmm. to turn around and get the entire series is kind of like, and then they're waiting for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really, it's, um, yeah, it's, it really warms you, you know, like internally you're kind of like, oh, it touches you. <laughs> It does. it does. Well, that's all we want. We want yes. someone to read our, our work. Absolutely. And I mean, um, that, that's the ultimate, you know, like if you want to, if you want to um, say thank you to an author, it's like, leave a review. Yes. And it doesn't have to be a lot either. Like people think reviews have to be these big, long things. I loved the book. Thanks. Done. Day made. <laughs> it's like, I, I leave reviews. I have actually had one situation where I left a review. I had bought a book and it was one that I couldn't finish because of the way that it was written. And I simply put on the review that um, I couldn't get past the second chapter mm. and it just wasn't for me. But that's my opinion only. And I tell you what, they went at me like you wouldn't believe. Oh, <laughs> But I'm a the author, I'm a writer, but I'm also a reader. So yeah. that's yeah. Like one of the big faux pas. You never, ever, ever respond good or bad to your reviews. Yeah. Ooh. And it wasn't actually the person that had written the book that responded. It was their cover artist. <laughs> yeah. So go All figure right. Um, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to circle back to that because that, that yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that in a second. But we've got another author that we've got to let her yeah, introduce yeah. herself and tell us a little bit about her work. I hear you have a book coming out very shortly. 
Yes, so I'm Nicole, and I write under the pen names NDT Casale and Testa, and I live in the United States on the East Coast, and I write fantasy and mystery books. So I'm I'm a new author. So next uh, in, in three weeks, I have my first novel coming out that I'm self publishing. Um, I've been published before, but most of my publications, all my publications have been in short story anthologies. So I started getting published last year, um, in short story anthologies. And it's been a really awesome experience being part of anthologies and getting to connect with other authors. And I agree with what Melissa was saying, how there really hasn't been a lot of resources out there for self-published authors. And now there is, and networking has been really awesome. Because I've been writing my whole entire life, and I always wanted to be a published author, but um, I didn't realize that could come true until, like, now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started uh, querying agents back in, like, 2018, 2019, and getting lots of rejection letters. And I had one agent that, you know, wrote me a nice message saying how um, a great way to get published uh, would be to, like, put yourself out there and have people get to know who you are, get to know your writing which um, left it a little bit vague because I was like, how do I do that? So how do I put myself out there when no one knows like my works or anything like that? So I, um, I just, I was on Instagram. I loved Instagram and I ended up somehow just through searching, stumbling upon these um, like follow trains. It was called like a write of Christmas 2019 to another authors. So I start, I participated in that and through that I was able to find a bunch of authors, self-published authors to connect with. And I connected with um, one who's still a good friend of mine today. Her name is Jennifer Kromf. She's in Canada. And she invited me to be part of her Facebook group, which I didn't even know they had author Facebook groups or like book Facebook groups back then. Um, So I was a part of it. And there was another author. Her name is Alice Evenia from England. She had commented on there how she had a charity anthology she was doing And she was looking for authors to submit stories about mythical water creatures. And it was like no cost to the author because she had like the cover and everything and all the works were going for charity. And I was like, oh, this could be my opportunity to like get published, get myself out there. So I reached out to her and I was like, you know, I'm not published, but I do have a story. Like I would, could I be a part of it? And she definitely took a risk on me, which I'll be forever grateful for and allowed me to be a part of the anthology without me ever being published at all. And she, um, and it was called Enchanted Waters. And I was with there with like nine other authors who all had other works and were other published. And I was like, and no one knew who I was and I was so nervous, but I ended up making a lot of great friends and um, learning a lot. And through that, I was able to be a part of other anthologies throughout the year. And then I finally decided to take the leap this year to publish my own book. So I'm doing, like Melissa said, I'm doing everything myself. I'm learning the formatting, which YouTube is currently my best friend because I'm (laughs) struggling with formatting right now. I'm lucky to have a wonderful friend who has a PhD in literature who's been helping me edit my stories. And I paid for the cover designer. That's the only thing I've really paid for because I don't know how to make my own covers yet, but (laughs) I would love to learn. Um, So this has been like a really good experience and I'm really excited to see everything come together and just be a part of it. And I'm also like really nervous because I'm getting to that point where it's like my book is out in the world. So people are going to be writing reviews and telling me how they like it. And I really hope they like it. So it's just, I'm, I'm really happy to be a part of this and be learning so much because I always wanted, you know, to be an author and have my books out into the world. And it's exciting that people are finally going to get to read them. Ah, yeah, nothing like being a fresh author on the scene. You have so much, so much to do, so much to learn. We mm-hmm. should, we should all share some of our, our advice that we have learned <laughs> over the years. <laughs> I, would, I would probably say that even now, if it's the 20th book that I published or the 30th, mm. as soon as I hit publish, I get those butterflies that you're going to have. Yes. It's always going to happen. Yes. So don't panic. You're not alone. Everybody <laughs> has the same sense. It's everybody questions yep. there. Their story, their ability, Mm -hmm. their ability to satisfy the reader. They're going to do all of that every single time. And I think, honestly, if you don't, then stick a pin in your arm and make sure you're not dreaming. (laughs) 
it's like you stopped caring if the nerves are gone. Yes. It's like nervous going on stage feeling. And yeah. you're always gonna have it. It's the, always the scariest words are so I just read your book, followed yeah. by the pause. <laughs> 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 Three days later, you're still holding your breath. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like you don't read the reviews. First review to go up, and you're kind of like, "What's oh, it going to say?" <laughs> oh my god! So don't don't think that um, you know that 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 you're any different from anyone else that's publishing. Yeah. you are exactly like us. Yes. Yeah. I've I, I, I gotten to the turn and burn stage. You know, <laughs> okay. It, well, now I'm sort of, I, I'm trying to gear up for the our, our release on the 4th. Mm -hmm. um, I, I decided to do a three-day um, release party in my group, like an idiot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be a part of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, okay, now I'm trying to do the graphic. Yes, Rituals and Runes is coming out on the 4th. Um also, Tainted Mind is coming out on the board. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow, you're going to be busy. She's yeah, always so, busy. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get that done. So I'm not really writing right now. But I have the story that I think I'm going to do next mm -hmm. going on in my head. So hopefully. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but from a newbie perspective, the one thing that I did horribly wrong is <laughs> as a new writer, this is before I even, you know, got a publisher, is I was querying. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what a query letter was. Oh, and no. I, I'm a business, you know, I'm in business. Mm -hmm. So I, I I framed it like a business letter, you know, saying who I was, not my story. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm <laughs> learning about querying, too. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> And somebody, you know, um, introduced me to a, a writing group at the time, <laughs> and they helped me understand. And, and that's I was the thing. Like, oh my God, what an idiot I was! <laughs> it's, it's the community. We all have found the community in one way or another, and we've all learned through our yep. shared failures and yep. successes. Yes. <laughs> I have been, I've, I think this, the, the one that I'm doing now, um, the Rituals and Runes, I think that must be about my maybe eighth anthology with Gina. Okay. Um, I think I, it dates back to, I think my first one with her was back in 2014. Okay. okay. Around about there. Um, and so every so often I've, you know, sort of noticed that because I'm in a group that does the anthologies, um that that she'll post and i'll go oh yeah I, i'll do that i'll do that <laughs> so um she's she is a, a phenomenal person to mm -hmm. she's um, amazing the, um yep. i would know how to run it she is anybody all about getting everything done properly anybody like the organizational queen uh-huh her and christina it's yep. like yep. definitely um but I, I would definitely suggest if, you know, like if you're looking at getting um, experience and getting your name out there, um, I, honestly, I'd be looking for one of Gina's. Even mm. if it's just one of those $35 or $55 ones, just mm. to get you into a place where you're getting to meet authors mm -hmm. who write in the same genre that you want to write in um, and just just to get the experience because the experience is yeah. absolutely price, priceless yeah. when it's when it's mm -hmm. done with gina you, you mm -hmm. learn so much compared to other anthologies mm -hmm. again, you don't yeah. get what you get when you sign up with gina yeah yeah i Re love rebecca, gina she's awesome say, rebecca and gina were uh, rebecca doesn't do them very often anymore but no, no but i'm also no. part of her um readers and writers group you know the yeah. Um, and all the rest of it so I get a lot of um stuff from her um and also J.A. Culligan yes is also part of um yeah. Rebecca's yes group as well who she's an offshoot from that but they are my go-to's you know I was like, say, this is if I'm going to be in an anthology those are the people that I'll reach out yeah. to Absolutely. yeah 
Yeah, it's been years since I've done one because I used to do I, I as I was telling Katie, I think it was at the same time we were in in one together, but um I stopped and focused on my writing, but now I'm just like, you know, I want the exposure again. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. it is a good exposure. Absolutely. Um, whether, whether you make a list or not, mm -hmm. you're still getting your books you're out learning. in readers' mm -hmm. hands. It, you know, yeah. marketing changes, you know, daily. So you're learning marketing from people who have the skills that you might not have. Mm -hmm. You guys are sharing mm -hmm. skills. So you're giving Absolutely. your book a leg up, more exposure. Um, Gina has a system. I mean, she really shows you what to do, when yeah. to do and how to do. So you're learning on, you know, you know, mm -hmm. the best way possible. You're learning on the job. Right. Yeah, Gina, it's awesome. I've um this is my second anthology with her. I did Forever Tales with her last year, which came out yeah. around the same time as the other Enchanted Waters that I did. And she's mm -hmm. another one that took me on to her anthologies and I wasn't published yet. And then she let me be a part of Rituals and Ruins. And I signed up for another one for hers next year. It was like Casting and Curses. I just, I really admired her organization. I saw that one advertised, yeah. Yes, and I signed up for that one. Um, nice. I just think she just does an awesome job. And I learned so much from her. And she really kind yeah. of pushes me because when she was giving tasks, she told me to do takeovers. I was like, I don't know how to do a takeover. What is that? And she's like, <laughs> she's like, like you're going to learn. You, you want to yeah. be a, you want to be an author. Yeah. This is what you're going to have to right. do. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I have no idea what I'm doing. But I'll do yeah. it. So and that, it pushes you out of your comfort zone too. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you get into a comfortable position and you stagnate. So yeah. when you're pushed yeah. into doing something that's maybe not as comfortable, maybe not, you know, something you're excited about doing, but it works. Mm -hmm. That gives you the motivation. It teaches you that skill and how to do it right. Yeah. yeah I, I was just looking. I'm, I'm in the shadows and sorcery one in 2024. Okay. Oh, there's one. So, I didn't see that one. Um, yeah, that one's coming. I don't know if she's done it wide yet, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, see, and that's another thing with the whole I was like, where's the sign up for that one? <laughs> if you don't know where to sign up for an anthology, ask. The community ask people yeah. authors you know that you trust who they work with yeah. we'll tell you if they're good if or bad they, we'll yeah. tell you them and, and if they say oh i i saw this from so and so and we know to run like hell we will tell you there's one that gina puts all of her anthologies in when she's advertising yes. um and that's the one that i go to i i'm really wary of any of the others um yes. and but when Gina posts in that group, you know that it's authentic, it's happening, mm -hmm. and she gives you all the details of what's required mm -hmm. for that, the amount that you have to pay for the buy-in. Mm -hmm. So there's never any questions. It's like you just read it for what it is and say, mm -hmm. yep, I'll be in that, and you get yep. the link and go for it. Mm -hmm. Now, like, on the flip side, too, leave out accountability. Yeah. And a lot of the time you don't get all of the information and so you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll sign up for that. And then you find out that it's like it's a $400 job. No. Right. And you're kind of like, hang on a minute. Like, yeah. Wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's whereas everything, when, when Gina puts hers in, it's like it's got the whole list of how many words, when it's due, the amount that you're paying for the buy-in, what yeah. the buy-in is being paid for, whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, the cover and all the rest of it. Um and so it's just she just runs the best i reckon yes mm -hmm. she everyone. really does it goes mm -hmm. both ways too not only does she run it well but the accountability of if you sign up and you mm -hmm. don't do your job you're not going to get invited back no right. mm -hmm. so that ensures that everybody's doing what they're supposed to do which doing yes gives you the better chances for success with that anthology yeah and you'll mm -hmm. find too that I, i've noticed that over the various anthologies that I've done with Gina is that there's different roles or tasks that you mm -hmm. get. Someone else has taken that task and so you've got to look and say, okay, well, I've never done that one before, but all right, I'll, I'll be in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, like you, you, you do learn all those, the, the wider variety of tasks um, in regards to the book bub swaps, the um, newsletter swaps, the, you know, just everything. Right. Um, you're always learning something and what you don't know, there's someone in there that does know about it and they're happy to teach you or guide you through the process. So I think that's 
it, it does make a really good team environment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really get that on-the-job training like an apprenticeship instead yeah. of just being thrown yeah. to the wolves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't do your job, you're fired. Yep. <laughs> also, like, going back to the, the releasing your first book, I released my first book. It was, I think, the very beginning of 2010. I made every mistake you could. Costly, costly mistakes. And I learned from those lessons, but I had to learn the hard way because I can't do anything the easy way. Yeah. <laughs> School of hard knocks. I, I, yeah. I had a publisher that year. But the publisher said they had editors, but they really didn't. It was like a committee kind of thing. I liked that publisher for how it allowed us yeah. to to get our books out there. That was a good experience working with them. Yes. Um, and it, it again, it built, built that community. We all were friends. We were all buddies because we all swapped out different things. Some of yep. us could format. Some of us could edit. Some of us could do cover mm -hmm. art. That was where Wilson was. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we were swapping services in order to make, yep. you know, we'll make be, yep. the exactly. best. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm really lucky in that um, the I've got a little money spider that just kind of hung yeah. from my computer. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Kill it. Hopefully that will um, bring me some good luck. <laughs> so when I first started, I was using um, Windows. Mm -hmm. I was using Microsoft. Mm -hmm. um, that made things so hard. I'm like, using Microsoft right now <laughs> to format. So the I did that for oh, because what made it so difficult was that it had to be done so many different ways mm -hmm. to go wide. Now it's not quite so hard because no. you've got the likes of D2D mm -hmm. who you upload the, the EPUB and it goes wide for you. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, when we started, Smash it was words. like you wanted to do if you wanted to do wide, you had to do a different format for every single right. platform. Because you had to upload separately. You yeah. couldn't upload the mobile. We, we had Smashwords. The, huh? we, we did. We had Smashwords with the meat grinder. Yeah. <laughs> meat grinder, you back, I don't know how many times and say, oh, oh, I have cursed my computer out so many times. Why isn't it working? <laughs> Just accept the file. <laughs> I mean, I use Calibri. Done everything. It's like, yes, yes. I am, I've ended up, I've moved over to, um, I use Mac products now. Okay. So Apple products. So um, I was really blessed that about three, four years ago now, three years ago, um, my, my wife bought me um, Vellum, which is oh. a really schmick. Program. Mm -hmm. You've mm -hmm. got That's awesome. Mac. Unfortunately, they don't do it for anything else but Mac. Yeah. It is a it's a Mac program, but I tell you what, it is sweet. If you can, you know, if you happen to have a Mac and you're looking to publish, um, it is a well worth the 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 product purchase. I have not had to. It's a lifetime purchase, I believe, mm -hmm. because every so often I upgrade it. And I, um, I don't have to pay any money because mm -hmm. I bought the original. Um, but it's it 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 grows and and now Vellum has actually got Grammarly in it. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, it makes it difficult for me because I'm in Australia. We use British English. Yes. So for me, with Word, Word wants to me to use British English. Whereas when it comes to vellum, I can now use American English so that my book is now completely formatted, everything's ready to go, and it just makes life so much easier than trying to format it in using Word document. Mm -hmm. I've, got, a, yeah, I've got Word down so well that... <laughs> like, Word is um, it wasn't it was never designed for right. um, no. writing and, and publishing. No. So um, I, I'd strongly suggest that if you you know if you do have a Mac, look into getting Vellum or you know 
find a friend who's got vellum yeah. <laughs> and uh, and say, hey, I'll do this for you if you do this for me. So it's like, you know, if someone wants to proofread a book for me, I'm happy to do their formatting and send it back to them, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, There's also Atticus, which is a yes. new, new player on the the on the windows yeah it's well yeah. it's a, a web browser based mm-hmm. okay. and it, it has limited functionality uh-huh. it's not horrible it's not as user-friendly as draft digital makes it mm-hmm. but it does come up with something prettier than what draft digital does right. draft digital okay. give you a generic yep. this allows you to play with some of the settings it, it isn't as intuitive as i would like Mm-hmm. But as a, a mid-ground for a newer author who's on a budget, who doesn't want to spend too much and still have software that they can play with, yeah. I would look at Atticus. The yes. other contender, if you're willing to learn InDesign, there is a clone, Affinity Publisher, $50, one-time buy, no no need to, uh, to subscribe to any of the um, mm-hmm. Adobe products. It is an Adobe clone, so it works very similarly to InDesign. And you can learn to format like they do for actual, you know, publishing houses. But that one is not user friendly at all. Whoa, like you really whoa. have a, a learning curve on that. Mm-hmm. Once you get it down, you'll be fine. I have them. So, I got a question for all of you, lovely ladies, in mm-hmm. regards to um, wide versus KDP. Where does everyone sit on that? Wide. Wide. I'm over KDP. I am still learning. I don't. I mean, I know why. I know KDP. I. I mean, I. I'm familiar with them. I don't really know how anyone works. I know KDP is like the Kindle Unlimited. I think yes. in, it is. Yeah. In Amazon, right now I'm just publishing my book through Amazon, but eventually I want to learn why. So I bought my own ISBNs, which I'm using for my book. Um, because one of my author friends told me to do that if you plan on going wide. I don't mm-hmm. know how to go wide yet. So right now I'm just publishing it on Amazon, but eventually I want to learn to go wide. I just am not sure exactly how to do is, that. Is, you're going to want to go there. Okay. Yeah. That's the easiest one. That is an aggregator. So they will get your book out to multiple channels with one upload. Mm-hmm. Um, they pay you based on when they get paid mm-hmm. minus a 10% fee for running the site. So it, it's a good way to get out as wide as possible with as little mm-hmm. effort. Another okay. one you might want to look into is Publish Drive. Uh, they handle a lot more of the European market, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Very similar. It's an aggregator, so you upload it and you work with their system. But draft to digital is, is where you want to start first. And I upload directly. I upload to, to iTunes, Kobo, Google Play. You always make um, life hard, though. Renewable <laughs> and, and iTunes. Wow. And D to D. Yeah. You know, so D to D is all the, you know, overdrive and the library stuff. And then I do directly because I get the extra 5% or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of us here for wide in the audience. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I've i been all in. Yeah. Yes. So actually, I've done D to D and then I decided I wanted to do it directly because I couldn't get into some of the Kobo. Um, the advertising stuff. The yeah. advertising yeah. things. I wanted to have uh, advertising opportunities. So I do it direct. Um, so always um, do Amazon direct, even though draft digital will give you the option. Always yeah. go direct with Amazon. Yeah. Always go like that. That way you can do the advertising should you need to, because Amazon is prickly about that. I think Barnes and Noble is too. Yeah, I, I do bar- I do my paperbacks at Barnes and Noble and on Amazon, and okay. I don't do the extended distribution through Amazon mm-hmm. because I can I do Barnes and Noble too direct. And and Lightning Sources or Ingram Spark is pissing off a lot of indies lately. Mm-hmm. Like I know yeah, they they feel like they're too big to fail, but they are pissing off a lot of indies. I mm-hmm. keep hearing a lot of complaints. A lot of they don't want to use they don't want to distribute through them anymore, especially when mm-hmm. all of the other channels out there are offering mm-hmm. better customer service. People the, you can actually call and talk to when you have a problem. Right. <laughs> right. Are you talking as in Ingram Spark? Did you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I only use Ingram Spark for paperback publishing for when I'm doing um, my, you know, like you're doing book fairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, because it doesn't matter that way, they're buying them directly from you. You get them to delivered to you. It's the cheapest option for me being here in Australia right. um, is to go through them. 
but I don't publish through them, so therefore I don't have to provide, and because they don't provide you with any ISDNs no. or anything like right. that. Um, it's like you have to purchase your own. That can run into big dollars when you've got, you know, a wide yeah. catalogue of books. Um, yeah, whereas, I, don't, I don't purchase my own ISBNs. Yeah. That's, I don't either. You know, that's because yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I'm doing all this other stuff. Where do you get your ISBNs from? Um, you can, if you look online, you can look them up as to purchasing the ISBNs. Um, mm. And you can usually buy them in hundreds or thousands or, mm. you know, um they, they have package deals. Yeah. They're, they're quite costly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you sign into um when you sign up for say um D2D, mm -hmm. you can have a ISBN that they allocate you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Means you don't have to pay for it. It's a free one. Right. Oh, cool. Right. So and Barnes and yeah. Noble does the same thing for paperbacks. Yeah. How do you upload onto different. Barnes and Noble? Um uh they have they have their own um sites and i can i can send you the link to it after yes please, so, um, yes, please. but yeah it, it's it's um going direct with them i mean it was it was a bonus that um itunes allowed it opened it up to non-mac users it's like yes, I can load up. <laughs> I don't have a Mac either. I just have an HP. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's just like yes, I can finally do that and not use the aggregator to get onto iTunes. So, you know, but it takes time. Mm -hmm. And if you decide to go mm -hmm. from wide to K, you know, KU for your whole thing, and then get out of it and go wide, it is a real pain in the ass to do it all. <laughs> And I, I told, I think I told you, Katie, that if I ever decide to go all in on, <laughs> on Kindle Unlimited, beat me to a death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One title is fine, you know, for or, or one series is fine, but not all 68 books. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Plus, but you have full control. I mean, I, I get it. And that's the whole point of being an indie is to have full publishing control of your books mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that you don't have to use an aggregator you can go direct with each yeah. channel yeah. and have full control have full advertising capabilities because mm -hmm. each channel apparently wants to control well, that yeah wants to have you sign up directly so they can yeah you know offer you stuff and then you know whatnot so but lately the Kobo stuff hasn't been bringing in the the, mm. the stuff like it used to but there's a lot of things that are like that <laughs> yeah <sighs> but yes and for those who don't know smashwords did buy draft to digital mm -hmm. so they're merging together so we don't have to worry about the meat grinder anymore because everybody knows smashwords was better or not smashwords uh draft to digital conversion software was so much better yes Yes. You can just throw the meat grinder out the window. I think part of the reason why I left Smashwords was because they had um, they were advertising that they were going to go on board with Amazon for like five years or something. And then I turned around and went, well, when's this supposed to happen? It's like it never seemed to come to anything. And then all of a sudden we had draft to digital uh, um, D2D and I just went, oh, okay. I'll go to them because they've got Amazon on there. Mm -hmm. So I'm lazy. I just do the up, one upload to the, you know, to mm -hmm. drop digital and I, I just let them do everything else. So um, I, I like the fact that I get paid monthly, mm -hmm. not every three months right. from Amazon um, because that money that you earn this month can pay for stuff that you want for your books next month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And whereas otherwise, when you're sitting there waiting for Amazon, it's like you've got to wait three months to get your money. Ooh. It used to be that. I'm not sure what it is now. I because think it, it still is. Is it? Well, well it you is. get paid monthly, but it's two it's months. In arrears. Arrears. Yeah. 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 Yes. So it's kind of like it makes it really hard. And because if you publish in different areas, it's like, for you to get the money from the UK, there's got to be more than $100 worth of sales in the UK. Okay. And then if you want money from um, Canada and you've listed them in Canada, there's got to be $100 a 
or more of sales in Canada. Mm-hmm. So it made it really hard because even though you're selling these books, you might only earn like $80 to get that UK amount. And you're thinking, okay, so I'm going to have to wait until next month yeah. when it adds up to the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not getting it every single month. Right. So you're really only getting the US every single month because mm-hmm. the rest of the countries. Yeah, they don't take forever to that. aggregate enough to actually qualify yeah. for the yeah. relief. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> right. And when you're first starting out, it, that makes it quite difficult. Oh, it does. Yes, yeah. it does. It does. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's there's um, also there's a really good group that I have not long ago joined. Um, it's done by, I can't remember his name now, but it's called um, 20 Books to 50K. Oh, um, yes, I'm part of that group. Yeah. Phenomenal information. Craig, Craig Martell. It, it, sorry? That's Craig his name. Martell. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I went blank. But it, um, it, it's amazing the information that mm-hmm. goes into the, the posts on that group. Mm-hmm. Well worth checking out and joining up. Yeah, There's steps that you have to do like to to actually be able to post in there. You have to go through, mm-hmm. you know, the, the programs and things like that. But it doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. So it's all learning. So... Um, it tells you, you know, like that uh, as to your best way to make money is to frequently publish mm-hmm. um, and to have it, published, yeah, 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 kind of, you know, like he, he published, I think it was every five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that the book one, book two, book three, it's kind of like they've just constantly mm-hmm. have an overturn because there's new people finding out about it and they have, um, yeah, there's someone just posted saying that they they've just had or they're having a conference. November. November. Yeah, yeah, it's in November. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and and I mean, they've got live streams on. They've got it on YouTube as well that you can um, watch their yeah. information from a variety of different authors who've got various different experience right. in all kinds of things. Um, so, if you're looking for just a starting point to learn yeah. some stuff. Yep. from people who've been there and are now quite successful, um, that's a great place to start. Thank yeah, and, you. That's, and that's a lot of indie authors, which, you know, it is. Is, it is. is fantastic. The, the group I learned from um, Backspace Org, they're not, they're not in, they're not anymore. But yeah. that was back, you know, in the 2000s, 2000, up until like 2012. 2013, I think they disbanded, but that was all um, um, traditional authors. Yeah. So you know, I I've gotten the flavor of both. <laughs> so it was it was nice to. That's how I know Jonathan. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So you know, somebody was nice enough to. You know, from Connecticut, Take you <laughs> under the wing and show you the ropes. And she said, "Oh, check out this group." You know, this is when we were on MySpace. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> that wow. me. And yes, my hair is white for a reason. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so so that group taught me everything. That that's where I learned, you know, the error of my ways in in, <laughs> in the age of <laughs> soliciting. Do you have that old query letter? No, <laughs> I don't think oh. I do. I think I burned it. I think yeah, <laughs> I think I burned it. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It was it was total embarrassment. Hey, then, you gotta you gotta have at least some horrible failures to laugh at down the yeah. road. Yeah, and they were brutal on feedback on writing. They were absolutely brutal. They hold no punches back and, and wow. I developed such thick skin from them. <laughs> So that's who turned you into to the bitch with the red pen. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They they did not hold back and, and they made me a better writer. So no, that's awesome. good. That's yeah. good. I think yeah. that's something to keep in mind too, is that where you were saying that they were quite, you know, full on with their mm-hmm. um 
their information and, yes. and their critiques yes. is that um, that's something to, for all new authors to keep in mind is that everybody's going to have that, you know, like you can't make everybody happy with your writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be that one person or two people who mm-hmm. just go, yeah, this one's not for me or mm-hmm. I couldn't get into this book or whatever they're, they're going to oh, say. that's being nice. And, yeah. <laughs> Basically what you have to do as a new author is you do. You have to toughen your skin up. But Mm -hmm. someone, I can't remember who it was, um, said to me in the beginning, it might have even been Gina that turned Mm -hmm. around and said to me, take those, you know, the lower stars or the, you know, the ones that are are not so flattering and turn them around and use that information to be better next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah better at your craft mm-hmm. don't take it a, don't take it on as a negative take it on as a learning experience mm-hmm. so that you can grow as an author and the other thing that I worked out too is that you, you'll find that um over the years the the people who grow as authors mm-hmm. you will find that nine times out of ten they're readers as well oh yeah Mm-hmm. I'm an avid reader. <laughs> Absolutely. In their downtime, they will read whatever they can get their hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like um, I often get books that are sent out from where I've signed up for people's mailing lists and there'll be other people on the bottom of the list saying, you know, oh, this one's a freebie and I'll I'll go, oh, okay, I'll have a freebie. I love freebies. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> And I have found some of my favourite authors mm-hmm. through those freebies that come out in in newsletters. Mm-hmm. So I and I, I I I'm a reader. You know, mm-hmm. I started reading long before I started writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always wanted to write, mm-hmm. but it's even after I started writing, it's kind of like I go back every chance I get, and I read. Because that helps me grow, mm-hmm. you yes, know. Like, not the words that they write; it's the, I think it's the world building. Yeah, you know, it's the world building that they create in their written work that I kind of go, oh wow, I think I need to be that descriptive, or oh wow, I like the way that they're actually, mm-hmm. you know, their 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 quirkiness or their. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I might take that out for a spin next time. Mm-hmm. So I have grown as an author simply by, um, you know, like reading a, a variety of authors. Um, I, and I think that's something that, you know, if if someone isn't, is, is a writer but doesn't read, I, I, fi- I find that they, they almost get stuck. It's like they, mm-hmm. they don't have the... The, they're not getting the experience of mm. all these different authors and the way that they actually write. Um, and I don't know how, like, when I read, it turns into a movie in my head. Yeah. Yeah, I step out of the world when I read. It's just like, you know, I go right into the book and it's playing yeah. in my head and I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there, exactly. Yeah. And that's the kind of experience that I look for mm-hmm. when I write. So yeah. I picture it in my head as to what these people are doing and what they're saying and, and everything. And that's where I, I then put it down on paper mm-hmm. and I can then, and I've even sat there and laughed at my own writing, which is mm-hmm. I've cried. Really? <laughs> <That> is <funny. laughs> yeah. It's, it's, sur- have you surprised yourself when you've written, either of you? Um, I yeah. have. Yes. Have. The, the one that I've put into Rituals and Runes, mm-hmm. it has a quirkiness that I have never used in my writing before. Oh. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy writing it because it was so different. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's so many different entities and characters in there and mm-hmm. some of them are quite smart-mouthed. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like um, the it's it's just this accidental witch. Mm-hmm. So you know, she wasn't a witch when she went to sleep, but she woke up a witch. So 
Um, I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, and and it, it's you know I, I'm looking at um, using that as a first. I've decided that I'm going to make that a first in a series. Awesome. awesome. So they're going to be standalones, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. um, and I'm looking at putting the second one. It, it, which will be a standalone as well, but um, I'm looking at putting that into another one of Gina's, which is a Christmas oh. one. Oh, nice. So they'll be linked, but they won't be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's um, like all my, all my fractured fairy tales. I've got, you know, yeah. one in in one of uh, the, the Shifters Unleashed ones, mm-hmm. yeah. and then and, and the other one in this one. So, nice. and, I, and then my 10th one, the last one I'm, I've written or I'm writing is coming out on October 17th. So awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do that. Yes, me too. Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> every every next day after a, a marathon writing session. Oh my god, who the fuck wrote this? Ah, it's me. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, next, next year she and oh, she and I are gonna point the right way. We'll 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 be doing another trilogy together. We we've awesome. written before. Um and and it it was so much fun. We want to do it again. <laughs> So yeah. that's, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a good set of stories already. Not, not even outlined, but the idea is there. Like it was just like, as soon as we saw the covers, yes, we're doing that, 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 that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I have it written down somewhere. <laughs> I just have to find it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, mean, I, I see why you do the covers first, though, because it, it does provide some inspiration. We mm-hmm. like rattled mm-hmm. off just like, mm-hmm. No pauses, no nothing for like yeah. good 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, we got an idea. This is good. All just from the cover. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I have, I, um, you know, that's what happened with the Shades of Night series. You know, I saw the cover. I'm like, oh, I have to have it. I have to write the story. And it just rolled out. And then I got the prequel. Cover. I saw the cover. And I'm like, oh, I have to write, you know, Robbie's story, not just her story. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then I saw another cover. <laughs> when when oh, yeah. muses are actually working with you and not against mm-hmm. you. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I should be writing Mer- Mercury's in retrograde. Last time I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I swear, everything is like technology wise, it's all the little inconveniences. Mm-hmm. Like, I walked up to a registry yesterday. It was at, at Sprouts, just had a little hand cart, just a couple of items. There was a guy standing in between the two carts or in between the two registers waiting to see which one was going to be first so he could pop over. And I'm like, whatever. He finally decides to choose one. I walk to the other one. Their, their terminal goes down. <laughs> <laughs> like little stupid inconveniences like that. It's like, God, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. I was even being nice and patient too. I didn't say anything. <laughs> so, so I know, do you... Melissa, do you get your covers first or do you wait until your story is written? Um, I make my own covers. So um, I generally will go through on the, like, I'll go through Shutterstock and um, I'll go through Dreams Time and I'll just look for, you know, sort of things that stand out to me that I can, you know, I've got this massive folder of, like, um, things that I've gone, you know, oh, yes, that can be a cover, that can be a cover, that I can use that. Yep. So I've got this massive folder with thousands of, of images in them. And so um, I gen- generally sort of like I'll, I'll have an idea for a book mm-hmm. and then I will go looking for the cover. Mm-hmm. And so I'll put the cover together as a, a mock and I'll look at it and I'll go, yeah, I think that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, nine times out of ten, I will go with the, that, that as the finished product. Mm-hmm. Um, and only rarely I'll change, you know, I might change like the lettering or something like that at the last minute. Um, but it's it's usually how I um, how I run, you know, like I just I do my cover up within the first chapter or two. 
Hmm. Okay. So, and then I put it in a folder so that I've got the book and the chapter, you know, the cha uh, the cover and the chapters together, mm -hmm. so that I I can work on it as I go. So mm -hmm. it helps I've me to it, what the I've story. I've done it both ways, and then you know, the last couple of years I've been amassing, you know, that big. Yeah. I have all the ideas of them. It's mm -hmm. just okay. Now I've got to put them in order of you know mm -hmm. what sparks me. Because yeah. so I, you know, I've written things, and I, you're you're in the middle of it, Katie. You haven't finished that last book of Agents of Assets series because you're just two books. Last two books. Two books. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't count on me to finish that one. There is a block there for some reason, and yeah. it is not lifting. So I just need to palate cleanser. Start mm -hmm. with something new. Yep. Yep. So you know. It, yeah. <laughs> and Nicole, you, you said you hired somebody for your. Yeah, I would eventually like to learn to do my own covers, but right now I just haven't learned that yet. So mm -hmm. I ended up some of my authors that I'm in the enchanted anthologies with suggested a few um, cover artists that they use. Um, mm -hmm. So I went with a, a woman named um, Emily. She does Emily's world of design and mm -hmm. Me, I'm kind of a little bit of perfectionist, so it's like I'll have in my head how I want, like, the cover to look, how I have an idea. So she's been really good so far. Like, I'll send her, like, Google images of, like, what I'm thinking, like, oh, I want this here, this here. And then she's able to put it all together using her, you know, mm -hmm. inventory of designs she has, and it always comes out looking really good so far. So, yes, yeah, so that's pretty much how I've been doing it. When I have the idea for the story and I've started the story, I, I'll design the cover um, mm -hmm. I would love to have a, a lovely collection like you do, Jane, eventually at some point. But right now it's just been book to book. Uh, yes. When I have the book, I get the cover and then just move forward from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't plot. I can't plot. No. I'm a pencil. I can't because it takes the joy out of writing. Yeah. I, can do, I can do bullet points but <laughs> I, I, I can yeah i agree i do bullet points as in like chapter kind of bullet points yeah um just so that i know that i'm staying on track but i cannot no. plot it's like what happens in my head happens at that time yeah i don't even know what really plotting means when they talk about how you're a plotter i mean i kind of do what you guys do i just mostly just put bullet points just so i have mm -hmm. a direction most of the time i just kind of sit and just let my brain tell the story and like my characters speak to me and I tell the story but when I know that I'm like going to be writing at the end of the day and you know I've had a long day between work and going to the gym and I'm going to be half tired I really do try to like put down bullet points and be like okay I need to write this scene this scene this scene just to get an idea mm -hmm. um and it, then I just kind of let my mind take over so I don't really know what like plotting is supposed to be but that's how I plot is just like bullet points like it's like this scene, this scene, this scene, this scene, and then I go into detail in my own mind. Mm -hmm. I, and yeah. you write the way that is most comfortable for you. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a little bit light, but basically if you're plotting, you would have all of this drafted out yeah. ahead of the book. That looks like a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. That plotting thing can actually, it gives me anxiety. Yeah, I was getting a little bit anxious looking at that. Like, oh, no, I'll just cut, no. I, I, I'm just going to walk away because that's yeah. just too much to deal with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, find mean, I, I have one that I took a course for, for plotting. I have an entire book plotted, but I just don't have the spark in me anymore. You know, I start oh, with yeah. a beginning or an end, yep. and yep. I go from there. I either go yep. backwards or, or, you know, forward. So I also find that, like, if I'm out somewhere, say if I've got a doctor's appointment and I happen to have this idea that pops into my head, I will make a note of it in my notes and then I will work it into the story at some point. Mm -hmm. So I don't lose that amazing um, moment in the book. Yep. It's like I'll have it on paper so that I can I can just copy paste it in and work it into the story depending on what's happening and whereabouts in what, what chapter it's it needs to happen but mm -hmm. and I end up with you know probably I might end up with like four or five different lots of that mm -hmm. but they always seem to work into the story at some stage because mm -hmm. I like that portion so much that I need to make it work in with that chapter and it falls mm -hmm. into place mm -hmm. yeah very rarely gets left out 
Um, I might yeah. change a word or two, but that's pretty much, that's about as plotted as I get. No, I don't even do that. It doesn't even look like that. Mine's just like a notebook page with like pen, like dots, like, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Like one sentence each is so not nice like that at all. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Someone needs to die. That's that's my note. That's it. it. <laughs> Milk, eggs, cheese, kill the dragon, go home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they need to go to a party. Somebody needs to do this. Somebody needs to die. Yes. That's why I, I do that's the to-do list. Plot. That's it. <laughs> right. Check it off and we're done. We're good. <laughs> and wow. I... I was lucky enough to meet um, uh, last name Smith. Can't remember her like her, her full name. Susan Smith. That's okay. it. Um, she's both a USA Today bestseller and a um, New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. And I I met her at um, a Brisbane convention that we did, mm-hmm. um, and she because we we had questions we were only new at the time you know sort of like um and it was the first book signing that we'd done so um we asked her a few questions about you know how did she get to the new york Mm -hmm. times and how did she get to usa today Mm -hmm. um she managed to reach usa today writing short stories and novels Mm -hmm. and anthologies Mm -hmm. so she turned around and said anyone who tells you that you can't make the USA Today's, um, you know, list by writing short stories, it's not true. There's that yeah. many people out there that want that short, quick mm-hmm. read because they're too busy for that 300-page, mm-hmm. you know, and up, 700-page book. Like, who, who's who got the time to read Lords of the, Lord of the Rings, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, what was it? It was like 700 pages or something. Right. Um, and so there's there's a market out there. So um, I know that there's information on word counts as to, you know, what you have to word count to get to these lists and all the rest of it. It's like you basically just have to focus on writing well, yeah. writing in a, a genre that's, you know, got a large audience um, who, who are forever craving that mm-hmm. new new author, new book, you know, like, um, and you will find that you get there. It's it's not based on word count. Mm-hmm. She said, she said it's not based on word count. It's story. just on how good your story is. Yeah. So, and she she does her her paperbacks. We were really they they're quite adorable. I don't think I've got one handy, but they are like really small. Okay. <laughs> Really tiny, like a pocketbook. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I do like so that size. Does, the, yes. does like that 4.5 inch by yeah. something. Okay. Um, and she does those for the book signings. Huh. So, um, easier to pack. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. yeah. I mean, she came from America over here to do, and she travels the world doing book tours. So, um, it. It's something that she gets done through a, her publisher, which I'm not sure who that is, um, but she's indie or she was indie at the time. Um, but she basically said, you know, like if you want to write, then write. Write a story that you've never read mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And she said, publish it. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you are looking to, um, if you're looking to, to get into the industry, mm-hmm. then don't be shy. It's mm-hmm. worth. I look at some of the authors that are my favorite authors, and I look at their houses, and I look at everything. And I'm like, wow, like <laughs> these guys are making really good money. Mm-hmm. They really well, but they're making good money. So it, it's anyone can do it. You know, jump it's in feet like, first. I like the don't be shy though, because the community is where it's at. You you've got to yeah. find your people. Learn yeah. what you can and yeah. just keep on writing. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's a great note. <laughs> right? I know. It's, we're, we're ending on inspiration today. Yeah, yes. we are. It's awesome. 
right. One more time, though, before we head out, let me grab the cover of the book again, because it's next week, right? Yes. October 4th. Yes. That beautiful book will be released. It is a beautiful cover. It is beautiful. And it has 30 stories. 30 stories, people, and it's for 99 cents right now. Well, that is not going to last longer than release week. Link in Mm -hmm. the show notes below. If you want to grab that. Yeah, 99 cents. Why wouldn't you? Right. Absolutely. You can discover, you know, 30 other authors, 30 Mm -hmm. authors you may not even know and and find your next favorite author. That's right. (laughs) Thank you to our our lovely audience who's been participating in the chat. We love you guys, especially our regulars who come by every week and show us some love. Um, You guys were wonderful guests. You are welcome back anytime. Feel free to shoot us a message. Let us know when you've got something new to talk about, a new book release. Yes. Nicole, congratulations on yours. We'll get you back on to talk about it. Thank you. I would love that. For the rest of you guys, we're going to be back next week, but we're off in October, it looks like. Yes. So we will... Unless we, you know, decide, oh, let's do a fun, you know, we'll see let's for now. See how, how the stars are aligning. <laughs> October will be dark for right now. Yes. Yes. Unless we, we find something else to do. Yes. But uh, you guys, thank you for always hanging out with us. We will be back. We will bring some more authors back to introduce you to. Mm-hmm. And as always, we'll have a, a wonderful time doing it. Yeah. See you. Thank you for having us. Right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.